Well, as we look at this passage, there are a lot of things that we could say about the issue of prayer. Obviously, the Spirit of God wants us to think deeply about prayer. Here in these five verses, six verses, um, James mentions prayer seven times. So in each verse, at least once, and twice in verse 16, it applies to everyone. If anyone, he says, is suffering, let him pray. If they're sick, call for the elders. Let them pray. Then he talks about the prayer of faith for the sick and how it will save them. He talks about us praying for one another. He talks about the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availing much. But it's those last couple of verses that I want to draw your attention to today as we think about Elijah and his prayers. So we're told in verse 17 that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain for 30 and a half years. Now, my friends, can you think, can you imagine what it would be like to have a prayer life with that kind of impact upon society, upon your whole geographical region around you? Here, Elijah prays, and his prayers have a major impact. Can you imagine what three and a half years without rain would do to countries that are chiefly agricultural? It would be devastating, and it certainly was in the land of Israel. And what I think that that James makes a special point to drive home here is that Elijah had a powerful prayer life. But his power was not because he was some kind of super Christian or that he was uh, an angel or some kind of heavenly being with special powers. James drives home the point. He was a man like us. He was a man who knew what it was to get tired, uh, to get discouraged, to be hungry. Um, he struggled. He knew what it was like to face temptation. He was an ordinary man, just like you and just like me. Nothing special about Elijah, except that he had a powerful prayer life because he believed God's promises and he prayed like he believed those promises. He prayed that it would not rain, and they, he believed that, and that was a great display of his faith and commitment and trust in God. In this incident that, that James is referring to from 1 Kings 18, we also read this is the, the situation on Mount Carmel where Elijah goes to battle, so to speak, with 450 prophets of Baal. 
And you know the story. He prays for fire to fall on Mount Carmel. That also was a tremendous display of his faith. But there's one more element here that I think is even more significant. And one that that probably parallels our experience in prayer more than anything else we see in the life of Elijah. And that is that Elisha, or Elijah, as James mentions, prays that it would rain. So he prays that it would not rain, and for three and a half years it doesn't. But then James says in verse 18, he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. Now, perhaps you remember a little bit of the circumstances that surrounded that second prayer when he prays that it would rain. So if you turn back to 1 Kings and chapter 18, you're going to begin reading in verse 41. 1 Kings 18 and verse 41. Elijah told Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. Not sure what that sounds like, but (laughs) maybe thunder, I don't know. Verse 42, so Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up on the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. And said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. And he, that is Elijah, said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Now, Elijah prays for rain. He prays believing. He has a clear promise from God back in verse one of this chapter. God said, I am going to send rain and I'm going to do it soon. And Elijah is praying. He's praying for that rain. He's praying according to the promise of God. But nothing happens. He sends his servant, look towards the sea. Tell me what you see. There is nothing. Elijah says, go again. Look again. And he says, there is nothing. And Elijah says, go again. And there is nothing. Again, 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 again. Over and over, Elijah prays 
and there appears to be nothing. Seven times he sends his servant to look. And then finally, on that seventh time, there is a small cloud rising out of the sea. Brethren, this is what I would, I would want to urge you to think about is sometimes you pray and it seems like nothing is happening. But don't stop praying. Keep believing, trusting, and trust the Lord to work. And when you pray and you see a small cloud rising, then you need to get ready (laughs) because God is about to answer in a tremendous way to his own praise and glory. I love the way that John Brown, um, one of the, the three John Browns from Scotland, who wrote a number of commentaries and uh, uh, studies of the scriptures. And he says, sometimes Christ holds the door shut, not to keep you out, but so that you may cry louder and not longer and harder in faith. And so sometimes you're going to pray and it looks like nothing's happening, but don't stop. Sometimes God has other ways of answering our prayers than we might think of. And one of those clear examples in the case of church history is that of Augustine. And his mother, Monica, who prayed and prayed and prayed that her son would not go to Rome because she knew that if he went to Rome, he would be wrapped up in the corruption and immorality that existed there. And she was praying for his salvation that he would not go. But Augustine goes. And there in Rome, he is led to a man by the name of Ambrose. And he goes to Milan to hear Ambrose preach and was converted. And what one writer said is that God denied Monica's request, but gave her her desire. And so sometimes we might not see the answer that we're expecting or when we expect it. But we can know that God hears the prayers of the righteous and his ears are open to their cry and we can trust him to do what's best.